Are you struggling with feeling guilty about not having a perfect Bible study routine? Are you allowing distractions to get in your way and you're not even sure how to deal with that, how to start, so that you can feel truly connected with God and find that calm that your heart, your mind, and your soul so desperately crave? Well, my sister, you are in the right place today and I have a very, very special treat for you. Today, you will get to be what I call a butterfly on the wall. I know people say fly on the wall, right? But you know, I'd rather be a butterfly on the wall. (laughs) You get to hear some live coaching that I did with the beautiful Liz. She is just an amazing Christian woman who loves the Lord, but just needed a little extra help to get her day going in the right place, to get her mind focused off of the distractions she's been struggling with, and just to really get rid of the guilt caused by the enemy's lies. Well, sister, are you ready to tune in and hear this coaching call? Sister, if at the end of the coaching call, at the end of the podcast, you're like, wow, I want this for me. How can I get this? How can I get this? Just simply go to the intentionalchristianwoman.com and you can book your strategy call with me right away. All right, my sister, let's do this. Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with a conviction to never take God's word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back let's your time. Let's try to go through at least the morning real quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. At six o'clock, you. I'm gonna fill in. Um, I'm gonna use. Let's say Tuesday here. That's fine. So also here, wake up. Okay, to make mm-hmm. it a little more specific. Now, um, when you wake up, what else do you? What do you do? Like you're like. Uh, well, let me. Let's just say this. When you wake up, what's the next thing? Like you could say your morning routine of coffee or whatever. Nope. You know so when I, like, when, okay, right. Go ahead. So when I wake up, what I normally do is I turn off the the alarm, and this is when I, I'm when I am um how do I say like when I'm ready to to wanting to spend the time in in the word, right? So I had this other book that I was reading as well. It's called um it's called Safe in the Shepherd's Arms by Max Lucado. And so what I would do is I would get up, and of course. Again, my, 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 how do I say? Oh, my weakness, right? So yes, instead of just taking the phone, turning off the, the ringer, I mean, turning off the alarm, I, of course, immediately scroll. Okay, did anybody text me? I go through my emails and I just go through the phone and then I got to catch myself and be like, oh my gosh, God, I'm sorry because this is my time with you. So then I just put the phone down and then I'll just read. I was reading from that book and I finished it already. And then I would read a little bit of the Bible and write down what I got out of that one paragraph. Like, you know how they, they title it, subtitle them like Jacob, Jacob fled 
or Jacob's Herds or something. So whatever, whatever little title there is, I read it first and then I reread it and write down what I, the, the main points that I get out of it. So that's at six, right? So then by the time seven o'clock comes, I get up, get ready. And then I head to my daughter's house to go pick up my neat, my granddaughter around 720. And then we head out to my job, which is like 15 minutes from here. So okay. I get there at. Hmm? So I was saying just what I'm hearing is just I'm going to focus on the quiet time part on the on the day on the reading. So what I'm hearing is and I wrote it down here. Wait, you wake up, you scroll through your phone. Then you pick mm -hmm. up your book. You're still in bed. You haven't gone up a bed. Is, am I nope. Okay. So you pick yep. up your book right next to your bed, I assume. You don't I have, have it on my bed. Okay. And then you read your you read the part of your book that you want to read. And then you also have a notebook there next to you ready and, and a pen. I have the notebook so, in the Bible and then I'll read the part the in the Bible. Bible. Okay. And then you okay. So um all of this so here in your schedule it says at seven AM you're getting ready to work. So between the time you wake up and you, after you scroll your phone, around what time, more or less, think about what, around what time is it that you start reading your book between six and seven? Like six, ten. It doesn't, I, I look okay, through my phone so quickly six, and then, yeah. Okay. Okay. So then you start <clears throat> reading your book and then you read all the way until seven? Is that what, is that what it looks no, like? No, uh -huh. no, no. I read the book and then I finish whatever time um, that particular, because um, they're like little stories from the Psalm, Psalm 23. Uh -huh. So I'll read okay. it whatever time it takes for me to read it. I don't, I don't look at the time. Sometimes I finish sooner than seven. Sometimes I finish, you know, um, close to seven. But what okay. I do is I, I was doing the book and then I was reading the Bible and then I would write my notes and then I would pray. Or sometimes I wake up and immediately I'll just sit down and just pray as soon as I shut off the alarm. So sometimes okay. I pray before I do it or sometimes I pray afterwards. Okay. Now, this is something that you do. Is it consistently every day or do you miss some days? Um, and when you miss some days, what does that look like when you miss? Your, your morning so what routine. so what I do is uh, my main goal has been to be to be consistent doing it mm -hmm. so when I do miss some days of reading I'll just bring my bible with me and I try to do it when um the kids are taking a nap at noon but again that's not consistent either okay so on a typical week typical week how many times do you miss your bible study in the morning or your devotional in the morning when you set when you set your time already like you know when you're committed about um i don't know maybe two or three times okay so two or three yeah. times a week is typical that you could miss it and you try to make it up but you'll make it up sometimes and sometimes you don't okay all yeah. right that's just getting tactical now mm -hmm. let's talk about because what i what i saw here on the bottom of your screen if i'm looking i'm showing you here when i mm -hmm. asked how much time you're spending through social media? It says I can't even say for sure because I am I think I'm addicted to my phone, so it's nonstop. And I'm checking phone. Okay, FB, TikTok, or Instagram. And then on the additional information, which you already shared openly about, you know, you get on your phone right away. And then additional mm -hmm. information here, you wrote, I feel I need help in being held accountable because I am single, no young kids, and still cannot get it together. Okay, mm -hmm. so what does it look like to you to to have what would like um a like let's say a week like a, a good week for you what what do you want in other words i guess my question is 
what do you want your whole week to look like in your morning when it comes to your time with God? And how do you want to feel every day? That's, I guess, in the mornings. How? Because in the morning, it seems to be first, what is it? What do you want it to look like? And how do you want to feel after that week? What do you want to accomplish with how you feel and what you want to do? So what I really want is to be able to be consistent, right? Because like I said, I can start on Monday and I'm all fired up and okay. Then Tuesday comes, oh, Tuesday, I don't work. So Tuesday, I can do it a little later. You see what I'm doing? So I'm like, and then all of a sudden something comes up that I need to go somewhere or whatever. And it's like, okay, I'll pray. And then I'm, I run out. Like, it's not, I have to, I want to get to the point that my conviction is that if the world is falling next to me, okay, you're going to fall, but I'm, I need to spend my time with God first. And then I'm going to go and take care of whoever I need to take care of. Not and not I easy. haven't. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's easy. not. It's not easy because I will share with you that I've had one of those kinds of weeks in the last week and a half or so. And so I know it isn't easy because I myself am like here teaching women, right? Hey, have your morning. And and I struggle with it sometimes. Like in, in a week like I had where I started school, I'm a teacher, so I started teaching. And those are those, the first two weeks are like the, the most hectic usually. So mm-hmm. I understand completely that, you know, this this can happen. But what you what I'm hearing you want is the number one thing you want is to be consistent. I also read here that you want to oh not here, but it was in the other one. It it was in where you when you filled out the calendar and you said and I said, What do you want most? You want deep connection. You want to feel deeply connected with God and you want to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Would you say you've been feeling kind of stuck spiritually? I feel like I'm stuck because of the fact of how my mindset. Right. Because my mindset is still on the on the it's like on the law. Right. When you're in the law, like you, you're doing all these things, do, do, do. But it's not what God is calling me to do. So I, I feel like even when you ask, how do you want to feel at the end of the week? I want to be able to feel like, you know what? Yeah, maybe I missed on Tuesday. Maybe I missed on Wednesday and maybe I made it up throughout the day. But was I connecting with God all day long? Was I really, you know, communing with him and even though Satan can creep in and say oh yeah but you remember you didn't do your quiet time this day or that day instead of listening to the lies I want to get to the point that it's not about my feelings that it's about my the reality of how who God really is and how he sees me in spite of me sitting down and reading or not reading that's where I want to get to the point to really truly believe that he's not up there saying, oh, there she goes again. Oh, she's snoozing the the, uh, the alarm because she's tired. She's giving into her body. He's not doing all those things. And, and it's like, I have to remind myself that, yeah, sometimes I'm more tired than other. You don't know what happened to me this past week. My granddaughter went, came and stayed with me on Thursday, last Thursday. And she was up all night jumping. I have a little twin bed. My room is with a little twin bed. So she's, she slept on my chest. She slept on my belly. She was on my legs. She went through my feet and she would have me up all night. So I told my daughter the next day, I said, listen, honey, I can't have her. You need to take her because I can't, I need to sleep. Rosie, that was Friday. Friday, I didn't work, but I had a couple of appointments and a couple of things that I needed to do. And then I came home and I just watched TV for a while. And then around 1030, I took my nighttime medication and I took one um, it was a, a muscle relaxer that I have for this pain that I have in my arm. 
And um, I took just one muscle relaxer that has never done the effect that it did that day. I slept from Friday, this past Friday, from 10.30 till 1.07 in the afternoon on Saturday without waking up, without going to the bathroom, nothing. I mean, when I tell you I was knocked out, I was knocked out. Que me levanté, scared, because my daughter knows where the keys are. She thought something happened to me. She was like, she doesn't have her phone on. My phone, I had turned it off. It was on airplane mode. So she said, she doesn't leave her phone off like that. And something had to have happened. I'm going to go in just in case maybe somebody picked her up and she's got the car there. And so when she comes in, I'm getting up at that same time. And I get out of the room and I'm like, I was lost. I felt like, I don't know what happened. She's like, oh my gosh, I thought something happened to you. So anyways, then I ended up going up. She ended up getting some food. And then I ended up telling her, you know, I need some time alone because I need to do my quiet time. And I just need to get my head together because I just felt lost. I I lost a whole half a day sleeping. So I just feel like I just don't want to be beating myself up that I just want to be able to, to just go to God without feeling guilty. Yes. Being remorseful, you know, when I do something and I know I'm not supposed to like spending all that time that I do on the phone and I keep trying not to. And it's like, I just feel like it is an addiction because I could be watching, I could be watching TV and I have to have my phone next to me and I'm scrolling. What is the point? I'm not even paying attention to one thing. I'm just so caught up on the phone. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. And I think where I want to focus on is when the phone is interfering with your times with God, because it kind of starts there. Like when you start developing a a habit with that, when what I found with my because I like to scroll, too. I mean, I've gotten a whole lot better with it because of all the decisions I made. But I still sometimes can go back, even though I don't have any of the apps, but on my browser, I could be like, oh, what? my Facebook group, which that's actually not a bad thing to check because we're mm. it's a community thing. But sometimes right. I'll here's the mistake. I'll like first look through my personal when when I when I'm like, no, I am not here to look at my personal feed. I am here even because something looks interesting, right? So you know I can't Yes, yes. And that's what social media is trying to do. So that's so I understand that struggle. But I think where it's where we're trying to focus is in the morning. So like it seems to me like where your mornings are going to be the best time to have your consistent quiet time. So now we're going to talk a little bit about, okay, so let me just go back here to my notes because I want to, I want to come up with a plan with you together for, for you to get consistent, which is our goal. Okay. And Mm -hmm. also to, to have a, a changed mindset about the guilt that it's easy for you to feel, which is, the case with a lot of us because you know we we tend to sometimes be it's called perfectionism is what I learned maybe you're not perfectionist with oh I am neatness or this and that I'm not but when it comes to my own self um right that that I, I can see the perfectionism that is something that is very real and so that perfectionism, it, we, we're like that. We can um, easily believe that lie. Uh, and I, we know in our minds that's not true, but it just, it's just there all the time. So that's, yeah. that's always going to be something that we have to always go back. To the, that's where we have to go to the scriptures and have, you know, the scriptures on our heart. And the ones that, that are more about God's grace and how much he loves you and how, like, the scriptures being on your heart about the love of God, the unconditional love of God, is what's going to defeat those thoughts. What I, that's mm-hmm. what I have found more than anything. 
So that's one, that's number one, okay? So I want, I'm writing this down so I can share it with you. So number one, to defeat, and this is part of the plan to defeat the enemy, which is my my second step here in this call. So because mm -hmm. one of the things we have to do is have a plan to defeat the enemy. And right. the enemy for you does, what he does most for you is, um, is tell you the lies of that, that guilt you out, basically. Mm -hmm. that, that guilt. I'm writing this down. That guilt you out. Okay, so I'm going. So you're gonna. We're, I'm gonna share with you. Um, uh, I'm gonna send to you some scriptures. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. This scriptures, but you can of course study study out your own as well. But I'll send you a couple of scriptures that you can memorize and keep on your heart to help you when he's trying to um, build you out like that. Okay. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. one because we got to be prepared before it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to like, it's good that you're recommitting. And now the question is, how do I, how do I stay consistent? Of course, m except for those exceptional times where like, like what happened to you that day, you took a medication you needed and you slept a whole lot and it just, oh my goodness, messed with your day. You were already exhausted. You were doing your daughter a favor, plus you're spending time with your granddaughter and you're trying to like be a good grandmother, a good mom, all that stuff, as as a lot of us can relate. And so those things are going to interfere sometimes. And, and it's not a bad thing. It's a good interference. Mm -hmm. It's a love interference. You know, it's not yeah. like a bad interference. And where, where those things happen, that's really where we got to be like, listen, God understands that. Like, right. just go and ask for strength. Like, Lord... I need you today because I can't, I can't live without you right now. I am this, my day is going crazy. Help me. Nice. I feel like when you just do that, God is so pleased with that because he's like, yes, that's why I'm here. I want you to rely on me. I want you to depend on me. And, and so understand that God actually, it makes him kind of, it makes him happy that you, when you have struggles that you go to him instead of trying to deal with it yourself. And all right. that he wants is you to say, God, I'm going to give this to you. Please help me because I can't do it by myself. And it does something to your heart, too, when when you do that, because it releases anything. It, like Satan gets away with He gets away from that. And you won't hear that voice when you do that because yeah. you've released it to God and you've let it go. Mm -hmm. So I want you to to start, you know, thinking that way, like, when my toughest day comes, and we're talking about tough days, right? Because you have tough days and regular days that are not as tough. But when mm -hmm. your tough day comes, I'll, like I've had, I've shared with you some tough days that even today I was feeling sick yesterday and then my very busy week. So when those tough days come, my quiet times haven't been the same. I mean, I've, but I've done my alternate plan, which, which I'll send to you as well, the alternate that you could do. The other thing okay. you could still connect with God. I'll send that to you as well. But, I, that's what I had to do, and it and it, it didn't look like me sitting down and writing notes at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it didn't look like me reading anything for two of the days. It was more about listening as I did the things I had to do or as I slowly went through because I wasn't feeling well. That's mm -hmm. all I could do. And you know what? And, and asking God for strength, and I still connected. I did not beat myself up or listen to the devil. The devil didn't even lie to me because I said, God, I need you. Please help me in my time of weakness. 
Mm. I heard no lies after I said that. Zero. Because that's it. That's the magic. Or that's the, the, right. the beauty. Yeah. Right? Because that's yes. one. So that's one of the first things I want you to, when those tough days come, I want you to remember to just say, God, I need you. I need you. I need you right now. I can't do this without you. Even if that's all you say, you're going to see the enemy's never going to, never going to come to you. You're not even going to hear mm-hmm. that lie. So that's one. Now on mm-hmm. your more, quote unquote normal days, and I'll send these notes to you as well. Don't worry. Okay. On your more normal. Well, you can write them down to a support. On your more normal days I, where, where you're not, you know, you have your typical days. This is just about some little things you're going to tweak. Okay. In order to, to change some habits. Okay. Now, um, habits will be formed by repeating. Okay. So when you get up, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give, I'm going to ask you in the next seven days that when you get up, your alarm comes from your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have it on airplane mode when you have it um, by any chance? Do you have it on airplane mode at night? No. Okay. Do you, do you know how to put emergency contact to, to bypass your, your do not disturb and all that? Your, okay. Um, because here's, maybe there's something you could work on. Um, for me, it helps me to have my, my phone on do not disturb. Airplane mode could be, you could do it. I would say start with do not disturb because do not disturb. No calls are going to come in. No, you're not going to see it at the top of the screen. So when you turn off your phone, you won't see the text right away. It'll be hidden still because they're, they're not going to be at the top when you put do not disturb. That, okay. But but if you put emergency contacts to bypass that, that way you're not worried if your daughter needs you in the middle of the night or something like that, then you'll hear the phone even if it's on do not disturb. So that's my recommendation. That's a little practical, okay? So I'm going to put here. Do not how would disturb. I do that? Um, I can actually send you a little video of how to do it if you want. Okay, perfect. Send you a screenshot, okay? Send okay. Screenshot, uh, screen video. Okay, I'll send you the screen video on how to do that. And so when you do that, what here's the next thing. Turn off your alarm, okay? And then don't touch your phone. Leave it, okay? Because if you've had an emergency, you will have already um, heard it or you will hear it because it's still going to be there. Like if somebody, and you, you'll pick up your, I'll, I'll show you all that. I'll send you a recording. You're going to pick your contacts that you're more most worried about that could, and then those, those basically you add them to your favorites. I'll show you all that. And the, okay. those are the ones that um, that you just put them, you know, to like, you don't have to worry. You just don't touch your phone. The first thing I want you to do is say a 20 second or 30 second prayer of gratitude for waking up, for God allowing you to wake up enough to see another day for a few things that you're grateful for. Maybe your family, you know, your friends, your your daughter, your granddaughter. Just thanks. That's it. You don't have to ask anything. Just say, thank you, Lord. Praise your name. Praise him a little if you want. And yeah, 20 seconds. Then you pick up your book, your Bible, and you and you do what you're what you're already doing, except not consistently, which which is great, by the way. I would change. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything to change at all about that. Keep going mm-hmm. with that. But but one you'll see in the next seven days, once you practice the do not just don't touch your phone. Just turn off the mm-hmm. alarm. Um, say the 22nd or so prayer of gratitude and start right away your Bible study. Okay. Um, for again, we're talking about a typical day. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I want you to do in seven days. 
Okay. Very simple. Very simple. Mm -hmm. Okay. Keep studying what you're studying. Um, if in seven days, I will follow up with you and I will ask you how it's going. Um, in the next couple of, in the next 24 to 48 hours, you're going to get from me the, the notes. You'll get this recording. You'll get this recording actually quicker uh, because that way you can listen to it again. But um, I'll get you the notes that I wrote and the plan so that you can have it in the next 48 hours, okay? And okay. that way you can have it like with you typed in, in, a, in a place where you don't need it, okay? Hey sister, if this episode encouraged or blessed you in some way, then the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Also, I would love it if you join me in my Facebook community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women. There is an amazing sisterhood encouraging one another and praying for each other. And sister, if you've ever thought about connecting deeper with God through a consistent, powerful, and uniquely designed Bible study routine that works just for you and your time needs, look no further because I am your mentor and friend and your coach, and I can help you. All you need to do is write me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. You can connect with me there, or you can check out theintentionalchristianwoman.com for more details. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. My sister, I love you. Know that I'm praying for you. And I will see you in the next one.